0: Un piel habito. The skin I live in. That is the name of today's little wee transmission. Un piel que habito. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about skin, which I alluded to on the Return to Roots transmission that I did a couple of days ago. So I wanted to share what I do for my skin, not just my face, but my body as well. And maybe you will find this interesting and helpful. And of course, this is within the context of an already good diet because your diet is a huge part of your skincare routine. Huge part of it. Um, so that's something that definitely needs to be said. But there are many things that we can do topically that will assist that foundational aspect of having a good diet. So I have a couple of rituals that I utilize on a regular basis. Some of them are daily, some of them are a few times a week or a little less than frequently. So, in regards to um, body care for the skin, I like to do gua sha, which I've talked about a couple of times on broadcasts. Gua sha is a, a Chinese, ancient Chinese technique that I believe predates acupressure and acupuncture. Of course, acupressure coming first, acupuncture coming later. The original texts were really more geared towards things like gua sha and um, herbalism and things of that nature. The acupuncture is a much more modern thing for that context, and and to to hear that. But yeah, gua sha, which is the use of using stones, sometimes a jade stone or another stone, that's called bian. And you use these and it helps to massage the lymph. It helps to break up stagnant lymph. It's good for just getting circulation to the tissue. It feels really good. And if you do it too firm, you'll know, although there are certain techniques that do I guess, entail a little bit of bruising, just like something like cupping would do, but that's to get flow going. So that's one thing I like to do, and this could be done all over the body, uh, the arms, the legs, the abdomen, the butt, anywhere that you like um, to do it. And there's different stones depending on where you're going to do it that have different, you know, sides and grooves. So depending on what area of your skin you're going over. So that's one thing I like to do. And I usually like to use a carrier oil to kind of give Uh, glide on the skin, but that's not necessarily required. You could do it with your clothing on, like a Thai-style massage, and just run the stones on you like that. You could even do it with your clothing off like that, but I think to get the most penetrative aspects of it, it's nice to do it on bare skin with a good oil, and of course a good quality oil, something that is saturated as opposed to something that's um, polyunsaturated. Something else I like to do is dry brushing of my skin. I usually do this whenever I take a shower or a bath, unless I'm super duper sweaty and that it doesn't feel good at all. It actually feels kind of painful, but you just buy a regular dry brush and you use it to dry brush your entire body, starting at the top of your body, uh, moving outward from the heart all the way down you don't use this brush on the face and um, I think it goes without saying don't use it on your genitals. Mineral baths, that's something else I like to take. Oh and the dry brushing also facilitates circulation and sloughing off you know dead skin and stuff like that. I also like to do mineral baths with um, sea salt, sometimes baking soda, usually just at Epsom salts or you can use magnesium chloride, Epsom salts or magnesium sulfate, I believe, MgSO4. So that's really good, a great way to get magnesium transdermally into the skin as well, especially if one has a sensitive stomach. I also like to use magnesium spray. Sometimes I will do a castor oil pack or I'll do a clay pack. This is when you put castor oil on your abdomen. Some women like to do it on their breasts if they're dealing with uh, fibrocystic breasts. And then you just put a piece of wool or a towel over it and it penetrates into the skin. Clay packs are kind of done similar where a clay paste is put somewhere on the body, usually the abdomen. Almost like you do a clay mask on your face, just it's kind of harder to walk around when you have, you know, clay and it could flake off. You could also use clay uh, under your arms if you're dealing with body odor. I don't believe in the utilization of deodorant. I gave up deodorant. How long has it been now? I think it's been five years that I gave it up and I would, I would never go back to it. It's just kind of like a ridiculous product. It's like glycerin or fluoride toothpaste. It's like, why does it even exist, right? So that's something else to think about. Um, yeah, just using the clay to deodorize your underarms. And if you are having smell coming out of there, it could be what you're eating. It could be stress. It could be that you're detoxing certain things. So it's always better to assess the body than to cover it up. Something else I like to do sometimes are these detox foot pads. They have uh, I believe zeolite clay and some other things. Now zeolite can be one of those things that pulls a lot of uh, materials good and bad out of the system. Uh, It pulls out heavy metals but in that process it could also pull out minerals and for some people who are in a situation where their minerals and their nutrients are low and it pulls out or attempts to pull out the heavy metals it can actually just recirculate them somewhere else so that may not be for everybody it's not something i like to do all the time but nevertheless it's something that i i do do occasionally Something else that's really nice and super simple is just taking a hot washcloth and rubbing that all over your body or let's say you have some pain or inflammation somewhere, especially for the ladies when you're feeling a little crampy. If that's something you deal with around period time, putting a hot or warm washcloth right around like your lower abdominal area and your groin can feel amazing. Of course, sunlight is part of one of my body rituals, making sure I get sunlight. And of course, as it's getting into the winter months, it becomes more of a challenge living in the Northeast. So I also will do some red light. I have a red light machine, and I also have a Spurdy sun lamp, which helps with what um, Big Z calls a SAD, seasonal affective disorder. Of course, there are really no disorders and diseases. These are just ways that they categorize symptoms based on the poisoning of industrial society. I also like to do full moon gazing. We just had the opportunity for this a couple of days ago with the uh, blood moon in in Taurus. Of course, the moon is always in the opposite sign because we're in Scorpio right now, so the moon was in Taurus. And just taking a couple of uh, gazes at the moon is a great way, a great um, body ritual for your skin. And just, you know, basking in the moonlight and enjoying it, enjoying the simple things in life, right? So those are some things that I do right there for my body. And just in general, you know, using like a good lotion here and there, um, giving massages, getting massages, whether it's professionally or from your mate or yourself, however, however that works for you. And yeah, like I said earlier, you want to use lotions that are saturated. You do not want to put polyunsaturated fats on your skin. If you're not ingesting them, you don't want to be putting it on your skin. The majority of the lotions out there, even the ones in the supposed health food stores, are all toxic sludge. Most of the time you have to make your own lotions. One that I do like, that I do use, what's that brand again? Tropical Traditions. I think that's it. Or Healthy Traditions, Tropical Traditions. They have a pufa-free body lotion that's made with coconut either the unscented or the vanilla would be the only ones I'd recommend because the other ones have essential oils and you typically want to avoid essential oils in skincare. Sometimes I'll let it slide with hair products because hair is washed out, but with the skin it's sitting on there. So I tend to be more strict with that. And now a little bit about um, face type of stuff, how to keep your face looking good. I like to steam my face. Um, You can use any type of herbs you want. I use this blend called Swiss Chris. It's been around for forever. It's a Swiss herbal blend that's actually originally used for constipation, but it has an alternative use. And I didn't just make this up myself. It's actually on the back of the box that you can make like a face steam where you'd put a bag inside of like a, let's say a Pyrex or something like that, a glass bowl you would steam your face over it and you'd put maybe a towel over your face and sit there for about 10 minutes until you got all that steam in your face, which will make your face feel plump and rosy. It will open up your sinuses if you have any sinus blockage. Of course, more is needed for sinus blockage than just doing this steam. It's basically the same thing you do if you were doing a yoni steam, but you're just doing it with your face. So I like to do that. Maybe like once a week for that, and then I'll put a mask on, whether it's a detoxification mask like clay, which I don't use too much in the cooler weather because it can be drying, or I do something that's more of a moisturizing mask, whether it's something I whip up myself, maybe like some yogurt, or sometimes I'll just put a really thick layer of some type of uh, saturated fat cream on my face and wait until that absorbs, and then I'll wash it off and I'll do my skincare routine. Those are some of the masks that I do, basically clay yogurt, um, different saturated fats. Sometimes I'll use colostrum. I usually blend these up myself. Uh, gua Sha, again, I like to do on the face. I like to do that typically after I have a shower, I will uh, Gua Sha my face and my neck, which is really good for lymph drainage, anyone is dealing with uh, puffiness in their face. It's also really good just to get a nice glow going on to keep the skin youthful. If you look at some of the before and after pictures of people who have been doing diligent gua sha, you can see their face really looks good. This is the alternative to shooting your face up and pulling it back and doing all the zao sludge. And notice that the humans, typically women, who are doing those things, although men are no stranger to those procedures either, they're following a very low nutrient diet, typically a diet that excludes whole food groups, and they're wondering why they're aging. Right. And then they're going to run to Dr. Z and do all these invasive things when they could be doing gua sha and eating like amazing food that actually tastes good. Something else I like to do on the skin is cupping. I mentioned that before in the context when we're talking about the body cupping as well. You can buy these little suction cup things that you can use on your cheeks, you can use it on your lips, just to give like a a nice lift. And of course this all feels really good too. And the same thing with face yoga, which is just doing certain face yoga poses. Although I've noticed that some of the people online who teach the face yoga All they're doing is the face yoga and you can tell that their diet is is not a nutrient-dense ancestral diet or some of them are pairing the face yoga with plastic surgery so it's really hard to see what the results are if it's being altered by a surgical procedure those are some of the things i do on a weekly or however needed basis in regards to my face and then with my face cleaning for just daily days i'll rewind just a moment in regards to body i said i use a lotion sometimes just for daily usage or semi, whatever, how, how often it is. I also wash my body with a coconut soap that I also get from that tropical traditions place. It's just coconut oil. I tried using the tallow and the lard soaps many times here and there, but I didn't like the smell or the feel. It just felt gross to me. So that's why I stopped using them. I tried heaps of brands, but nothing really worked for me. So back to the face, my daily routine for my face is very simple. When I was, Um, in my earlier years, I would do all this drastic stuff. I would wash my face three times a day. I think when I was like in high school and I was perplexed as to why my skin was so dry. And I think I was using like the benzoyl peroxide pads. Probably some of you remember using those and that, that weird smell. So I was drying out my skin, not being cognizant that I was doing that. And then it was producing more oil because I was drying it out. So these days I keep it totally simple. I actually wash my face with honey, which may sound kind of weird, but I wash it with honey. Sometimes I wash it with oil. Sometimes I'll use like a very light uh, exfoliating soap. But I don't really do anything intense anymore, like any of the intense scrubs, like the the physical scrubs that are very scrubby because that can really tear the skin. Every so often I'll use a little bit of glycolic acid just to kind of give an exfoliation to the skin, but honey, and if it's raw, of course, has natural enzymes. So this is actually like a natural exfoliating process for the skin. You could also use it on your neck and your upper chest and even on your breasts as well for the ladies out there. So that's essentially what I do when I shower. And then when I get out of the shower, I use rose, like a rose hydrosol spray just spritz that on my skin on my face feels really nice especially if it's uh, hot outside so I do that and then I just use a couple of different oils I think I use what's that one that I use squalene squalene is an oil that is in sugar cane or or olive oil and it's saturated it's a saturated fat so I use that I mix that with a vitamin c powder to keep my skin bright and stave off any hyperpigmentation, which of course would come from following a a good diet and and getting the toxins out of the the skin and the diet, of course, via the diet, getting them out through the skin. So that's what I do with that. And then I use another cream, one that I made myself, which is also an all-purpose cream. It could be used on the body, on the yoni, anywhere one wants to. And this is a cream that's just made with ghee and coconut and then I infuse it with rose and vanilla. And sometimes I'll add a little bit of progesterone or pregnenolone to that to make the skin look extra amazing. So that's essentially what I do with my skin. It's uh, it's not complicated at all. Most of the time I don't wear any face makeup. I typically will just do mascara, eyeliner, and a little bit of eyebrow powder. Like that's that's my daily look and I don't need any of the other stuff, but that's, that's what I do and my skin looks great, and I just keep it simple, you know, I just keep it simple. I also make sure my posture is good. I make sure that I move enough, and of course, like I said on the on the wheat transmission yesterday, eating is everything. I know people don't want to hear this because it's it's a hard thing for a lot of people to change. Hey, it was hard for me to change. Look how I grew up. I mean, I grew up eating grains and beans, and then I went from grains and beans to raw bison liver, so if I can do it, Certainly, you listening can do it as well. Where there's a will, there's a way, and oftentimes we make excuses because we don't want to take responsibility for feeling better, as sad as that is. And oftentimes we just don't have the cognition to even know that anything is wrong because also, like I said yesterday, it's a slow downgrade with what's going on with people in this world. I mean, you know, for years I was slathering the wrong things on my skin. You listening were probably doing the same thing. Maybe you're doing it right now. But that's essentially what I do. I keep it, I keep it totally simple and I rely on good nutrition as my main form of skincare. So I think I'll leave it at that. I'm uh, fixing to do some walking and then it's an oyster day for me. So who would not love a day that revolves around hiking and oysters and, and other amazing things. Oh, in regards to the show, um, like the live shows, I'm probably not going to get a chance to do one this week. I've been uh, very busy the last couple of weeks, but I'm going to keep on putting out these little bits here and there because it's it's far easier for me to do this than to commit to a um, full show. But of course, the full shows will will return. It's not like they're going away or anything like that. Just wanted to let everyone know who's who's a loyal listener. So I'm going to get on my my walk. I hope you're having a great Thursday wherever you are and we'll be catching or connecting rather soon. Okay, Satnam.